Can we read in Hebrews chapter 2? Hebrews 2 and verse 3. How shall we escape if we have been negligent of so great salvation? There was a society wedding in New York and no expense was being spared. And a singer was asked to come and sing at at the ceremony, which he duly accepted. And the ceremony went ahead, and after they were waiting to be called to the wedding breakfast, which came, the call came, and they had to go up the stairs to the dining area. And there was a man at the bottom of the stairs with a guest list, and people's names were being checked. And the singer and her husband came along and gave their names. And the man checked and he said, I'm sorry, your names are not on the list. And she says, they must be. They knew we were coming. They asked me to sing. They must be on the list. So he checked again and the names were not on the list. So he phoned security and they were escorted to their car. And the husband said to the wife as they were driving home, what just happened? And she said, well, when the invitation came in, I never responded to it because they knew I was coming. They'd asked me to sing. They knew I was coming. Maybe someone here tonight is making an assumption about heaven. Maybe someone is being careless about God's offer of salvation, about God's invitation coming again tonight in the glad tidings. This is a verse that came to me in relation to this occasion tonight. And maybe God is speaking to someone here who is being negligent, careless about responding to the message in the glad tidings. Maybe you you don't believe in eternity. Maybe you think that death is the end. That's not what scripture teaches us. It says that after death, The judgment. How can dead persons be judged? Because they'll be raised. Every single person will be raised. These are the words of the Lord Jesus himself. He describes in John 6, I think it is, two resurrections. Resurrection of those who trusted him to eternal glory with him. And then the resurrection of those who refused the glad tidings to hell. These are realities in the glad tidings, but such is my Saviour's victory over death that no person will remain in death eternally. No one. That's why the glad tidings is going out tonight. Because believe me, you need salvation. You need it. You need Christ. Because without Christ, you're lost. May it be that in Christmas Eve, On 2023 is the night you accepted the invitation that you came to trust the Savior. That you came from being lost to being saved through putting your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. What an offer. What great salvation God has to offer. Why is it great? Because of the greatness of the one who made that transaction 
at Calvary's cross. You know, the writer to the Hebrews begins his letter with an impression, with conveying the glory and greatness of Christ and who he is and the fact that this is God's last speaking. You know, God has nothing else to say to man. His last speaking is in the Son. And the day of grace which we speak of, the day when it's possible to accept Christ as your Saviour is going to end very soon and without any further warning. These are sobering matters in the glad tidings tonight. He goes over the glory of Christ as the Creator by whom also He made the worlds. You know, men are singing about the incoming of Jesus. What a Event that was when the Creator stepped into the creation, not as a great potentate or into a palace, but into absolute poverty. Think of that. Born into a family, a poor family, but coming in as a babe, touching humanity at its weakest point. What was said at at the outset, he shall be great. There's no one to be compared to Christ, you know. He's not the greatest. He's beyond compare. The creator stepped into his creation. Not finding it as it was made, of course. The incoming of sin changed everything. Do you believe what happened in the Garden of Eden? Look around you tonight. See the effects of sin everywhere. See the effects of sin in here. We can't abrogate responsibility. You can't blame Adam for your sin. He was responsible. By the disobedience of one man, sin entered the world. And by sin death, and death has passed upon all, for all have sinned. Has anybody escaped? <clears throat> Somebody said that <clears throat> death rate is a hundred percent. No one has escaped. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God, every single one of us. That's why we need a saviour. <clears throat> but you know it wasn't the birth of my saviour that secured my salvation wonderful though it is the peace and the joy that you can have in your heart is only a result of what happened at Calvary's cross 33 and a half years later and the point is To come into God's blessing and God's favour, you have to accept the Lord Jesus as your saviour. He has made provision for the world. I am not come to judge the world, but that the world may be saved. God loved his creature. He never gave up on him. When sin came in, you know, he wanted to bless his creature. 
but he didn't have a righteous basis to do so. Think of that. Think of a God's heart towards his creature, desiring his blessing, desiring to save her, but having no righteous basis to do so until Jesus came. You know, I find it affecting that none of us could ever have known what lay in God's heart for us. The love that lay in his heart had it not been for the coming of Jesus. He displayed God's love in his life, but supremely in his death. For God so loved. How many persons have been saved through reading John 3.16? The whole gospel is in John 3.16. I love it, you know. God so loved the world. That's you and me. Sinners. Away from God. Rejecting God. He so loved us. That he gave. His only begotten son. Think of the gifts that will be given tomorrow. There's no gift. Like the gift of salvation. There's nothing you could receive. In this world that's more valuable. Because it gives you an eternal hope. And it gives you an escape. From judgment. Of what you cannot Otherwise escape. Whosoever. Anybody outside that? Anybody in the world. Outside that whosoever tonight? No. Death is passed upon all. For all have sinned. But God is extending blessing. In the glad tidings. To whosoever. Will accept Christ as a saviour. Will that be you tonight? You know, salvation is not to be found anywhere else. We're not offering options in the glad tidings. Peter said, salvation is in none other. For neither is another name given under heaven amongst men, whereby we must be saved. You know, the gospel message has needed no updating. It perfectly meets the needs of sinners in 2023 as it did when it first began at Jerusalem. The fact is you're a sinner and you need a saviour. And God is offering a saviour to you tonight in the Lord Jesus Christ. Today a saviour has been born. I look forward to his death, you know. Because God required that a sacrifice be made for sin. The sins that you and I had committed. My saviour offered himself. Without spot to God. To be that sacrifice. He suffered there. Not for his own sins. But for the sins that you and I committed. Well you. If you've trusted. In him. He's made provision. You know I I love to think of it. It's so white. In its provision. But it's limited. In its application. Because you have to accept Christ for yourself. You have to come the divinely appointed way. And that is repentance towards God. And then faith in Christ. John Newton said near the end of his life. He said my memory has nearly gone. But I can remember two things clearly. 
One is that I am a great sinner. And Christ is a great saviour. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. That saved a wretch like me. Oh you need to come. To where you are. The sight of a holy and righteous God. A sinner. A wretch. Deserving judgment. But can you say tonight. Jesus. My deliverer. From the coming wrath. What judgment is he talking about here? Uh, How shall we escape? If we're negligent. Of so great salvation. The judgment of God is coming. Upon this world. It's coming upon those. Read 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. And read what Paul says. About what the Lord Jesus. Will do to those who refuse the glad tidings. If you refuse grace. Judgment awaits you. God has nothing else to offer you. Greatness of this salvation is that everything is contained in it. Everything that needed to be done at Calvary's cross was done. You know, God is satisfied with the finished work of Jesus. His righteousness and his holiness which prevented him saving (coughs) lost sinners prior to the incoming of Christ is completely satisfied because there was one who was sinless who took on our liability who paid our debt bore our sins in his own body on the tree is it too simple? you want to do something? But your salvation, people think, you know, that they must, God would have to accept them. They've done their best. They've come to church every week, never been stole anything, never been a bad person. Did their best, you know, as much as could be expected of them. All your righteousnesses are as filthy rags. You know, the weakest poorest sinner tonight can come into the most wonderful blessing through faith in Christ. The word goes out tonight to whosoever. I come to the cross where this great work of salvation was worked out. Where it was transacted. What men did to Christ showed where man's hearts were. Where they are tonight. No room at the inn. No room in 2023 for Christ. Is there room in your heart? Will the door of your heart be open tonight to receive Christ? The handle's on the inside. You need to open it. Living in a world that still rejects Christ. But the gospel is still going out. Think of what men did to the Saviour. You know, think of what Satan energized men to do Satan would never have dared to spit in the face of the son of God think of the father taking all this in watching what happened to his son read it be affected by it 
a hundred Roman soldiers set about him. He was unrecognizable. He was unable to bear the cross. He didn't have the strength. These nails were driven through his hands and his feet. He was lifted up to die. You know, the agony that sweeps over a person as the weight of the body falls on these nails. My Saviour said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That prayer has been answered time and time again. It's been answered in my case. It's been answered in thousands since. Father, forgive them. He wants to forgive you tonight. But you need to put your faith in Christ. And then in the three hours of darkness, Man wasn't allowed to look on the sufferings of Christ as he bore our sins and his body on the tree. Is it nothing to you? Is it nothing to you, all ye that pass by? Behold and see if there be sorrow like unto my sorrow, whom Jehovah hath afflicted in the day of his fierce anger. The judgment of God fell on the head of Jesus. For the sins that you and I committed. That's why. You will not escape. If you're negligent. Of so great salvation. It comes. At a tremendous cost. To the blessed God. His only son. Suffering there. Suffering at the hands of man. But suffering. At the hands of a holy and righteous God. That suffering, that judgment in no way lessened because of who he was. I implore you tonight to accept God's offer of salvation. You may not get another opportunity, dear friend. I will ask you to do it now as you sit in your seat. We can't speak of tomorrow. We can't speak of the next hour. You're offered a saviour right now. Accept him for yourself. You can have absolute peace in your heart, you know. Because he knows every detail of your life. You know, it speaks in Isaiah about drawing with joy on the wells of salvation. Think of these wells open tonight. The wells of salvation. Think of the woman at John 4. How she found the wells of salvation in Christ. Come see a man who told me all things ever I had done. She was astounded that the Lord knew every detail of her life. Just as he knows every detail of your life. And he still wants to bless you. Someone said, he that knows me best loves me most. Isn't that wonderful? He knows every detail of your life. And you can have absolute peace in knowing that everything was settled at Calvary's cross for you. When the Lord said, it is finished, the work 
was complete. You know what that means in Greek? It means paid in full. That's what it means. The Lord, the word that the Lord used is one word in Greek. And it was written on invoices when they were paid. And it means paid in full. The debt was paid. Isn't that wonderful? Think of having a debt that you couldn't hope to pay back. That's you as away from Christ. With your load of sin. You can't hope to pay it back. You can't offer God anything for it. He has made his provision in his well-beloved son that your debt could be removed tonight through faith in Christ. He shed his precious blood. <clears throat> he shed his blood after he died. <clears throat> it shows the importance of the shedding of the blood of Christ. One of Calvary's miracles. God said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. That's how you escape the judgment of God. That's how the Israelites escaped the judgment of God in Egypt. When the blood was on the doorpost and on the lintel. That's how they escaped. The blood of Christ is your escape from the coming judgment. It's coming upon this world. Are you sheltering under the precious blood of Jesus? Some people find it offensive to preach the blood, you know. The blood is a vital part of the glad tidings. Because it's the means whereby a righteous and holy God was satisfied. In relation to your lost condition and mine. And the debt that stood out against us. Well, he couldn't be holding of death, you know. <laughs> I've often said it and how true it is. That your death will be a consequence of your life. But my Saviour's death was the purpose of his life. He came to give up his life for you and for me. And to release me. From the power of death. Go on. Read Hebrews. Read further on. And see how Christ has <clears throat> removed the power of death. That lay on the spirits, the, the, the spirits of men. By coming out of death. Breaking its power forever. <clears throat> a risen glorious saviour. Coming for all who love him. Maybe tonight. You know the world is not going on. The way it is. For much longer. My spirit shall not always strive with men. And even so, who of us knows how long any one of us has got? You know, <clears throat> the Lord said, if you die in your sins, you'll be raised in your sins. Just listen to the words of the Lord Jesus. <clears throat> You're offered salvation tonight. This may be your last opportunity. If you do nothing else, before this day closes, make sure your name's on the list. <clears throat> There's no other way in. It's your name in the Lamb's Book of Life. You know. <clears throat> your name is already written in heaven. Everybody's name's written down. <clears throat> God keeps books. He records things. And there's an awful scene told in Revelation. can't remember the chapter, but you can look it up. Called the Great White Throne. And there, the one who is offered as a saviour tonight, the very same Jesus, is there as a judge. And John says, I saw the dead, great and small, lined up. And books were opened. 
things were checked as to what these persons had done. And another book was opened. Think of the grace and fairness of God. The book of life was opened. And their names were checked. Not that anybody whose name was in the Lamb's book of life would be at that awful scene. But the book was opened. The check. It's not exactly a trial. Because everybody's guilty. Every one of us. We're all sinners. But let's be thankful if we're sinners. Saved by grace. Come to Christ tonight. Put your faith in that precious finished work. Come under the shelter of that precious blood. And come into the most wonderful blessing. That divine love could devise. Not only a saviour in the Lord Jesus. But peace in your heart. A hope. For eternity. The gift of the Holy Spirit. An inheritance among those sanctified by faith in Christ. The blessings go on and on and on. And they start with putting faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. May you do so. For his name's sake. Amen.